What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Sons of Legends. It's your boy, Art Dog, here with your homeboy, MJ Gunner. Yo, 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 what's going on, my peoples? Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. They tried it. Right? They tried to get the waterworks. It was not happening. <laughs> Forgive me, I'm man. fighting off a cold. Right. I mean, you can't just have a cold anymore. You know that, right? You have COVID. That's what it is, Art. It's a cold. It's a, it's it's COVID. You yeah, can't, it's, no, there's no such thing. Why as, do you just put those <laughs> thoughts in my head, Art? There's, there's no such thing as sniffles anymore. Damn. You can't just be can't just have a cough or a sore throat. You have to have COVID. Dog. I'm Take it from a person that's off. been tested I'm multiple fighting, times. I'm fighting them thoughts off as it is, Art. It's all good, bro. It's just a cold. You're around kids all the time. It happens. Bunch of little snot nose. They are, mm-hmm. and their and their nose is very snotty right now. My yeah. grandkids are very runny nosed. Yeah, they got a cold, so they gave it to me. <laughs> but thirty years of Undertaker, man. Uh, Survivor Series gave us his final farewell. Yeah. Um, I I I believe that the Undertaker is the greatest character of all time. I don't hands think, down. I don't think anybody will disagree with you there, Art. Yeah, I, mean, I don't even think it comes close. It's and the cool thing about him is he's reworked that character so many times that it works every single, single time. time. Every like, single time from coming out with Brother Love to the introduction of he's Paul He's running Bearer. the funeral parlor. He's uh, the American... He's the Lord of Darkness. Yeah, he's, he's the American the, He's uh, the leader of the ministry. He's, he's in the corporate ministry. He's dead man. He's the dead man walking. He's the American badass. This is his yard. I... I, I mean, I, I wholeheartedly believe that there's nobody in the game that's more well-respected, well-liked, and well-received than The Undertaker. And he definitely deserves those accolades, and most definitely. Hands down. Like, uh, there's, I've never heard anyone say a bad thing about him. I mean, he, he pretty much commands... Except AJ res- Styles. <laughs> <laughs> he pretty much commands the respect. I mean, yeah. how could you not? He's been in the business 30 years. He will go down as one of the best ever. I know, man. I mean, it's just, I mean, I was a kid, and now my kids are watching. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And all generations Your know him. Your grandkids know My him. grandkids know him. It's just, I mean, what can you say about him? It's The Undertaker, man. I mean, his name is synonymous. Even if you're a wrestling fan, if you don't yeah, like wrestling. Yeah, he transcends the wrestling business. He, and he didn't even have to do movies to do it. That's the thing. Like, he kept he kept his life a mystery. He kept his existence a secret. Mark Calloway kind of died when The Undertaker came, around, came in. But, you know, I'm kind of glad that, you know, Mark Calloway gets to be Mark Calloway again. Yeah, I'm. what I'm really happy about is he chose the route to pull the curtain back and let us in on the stories that he has, the things that he's done over the years. You know what I mean? Because he could have just floated away into darkness. Yeah. You know, he could have just fell off the face of the earth, passed his powers along and... You know, that that could have been it, but he's he's chosen the route to let us in on the secrets that he's held for 30 years. 
That's great. That's that's excellent. I mean, happy retirement to the taker. You deserve it. You're the greatest character of all time. I mean, you're not my favorite wrestler of all time, but you've beaten my favorite <laughs> wrestler of all time many, many, many times, and he's beaten you many, many, many times. Your is, favorite wrestler stole the Mr. WrestleMania nickname from him. No. I mean, it, it's, it's a different. Mr. WrestleMania is just a name saying that you're probably going to be the best match on the card every single WrestleMania. But The Undertaker streak... It, it's, it's a life of, with it's, but it's it's got a life of its own. It, it was a point where I say around seventeen or eighteen, around that time of the streak, people looked to WrestleMania specifically for the streak. Right. I mean, Undertaker is synonymous with WrestleMania. Yeah, he is. Like, I mean, I, I honestly think that's his show. Yeah, I mean. I wouldn't, there's not many people that disagree with you. I'm just one of them. I just believe that Sean has always had the best match on the card. And Taker will tell you himself, the greatest match I feel like I've ever had was WrestleMania 25. Me versus Shawn Michaels. It seemed like everything was perfect. That's true. And it did. That is one of my, that is probably my favorite match of all time. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from Shawn Michaels having the greatest matches on the card every single year. Every single... That's the Mrs. WrestleMania moniker. And that's why I believe Charlotte took the moniker Mrs. WrestleMania is because she literally does have the best matches on the card almost every single year. Whether oh, it's with her... Didn't. Whether it's with her and, and Asuka, whether it's with... Her, Becky, and Rhonda, her, Charlotte, and Becky, either way it goes, she steals the show. Dog, I don't want to hear that, man. She that, the, the Mrs. WrestleMania thing is not a thing. I don't care what t-shirt you buy. It's not a thing. I'm sorry. It's a thing. It's not. It's a thing. It's not. But... <laughs> Happy retirement to Taker. You can get mad at me all I'm you not. want I'm to. I'm just saying. For trying to tie in She's these not. greats that are synonymous with WrestleMania. But She's when not. you say WrestleMania, most people jump straight to The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a given fact. That's just it. I mean, and that hologram of Paul Bear. No, that was awesome last night. Oh, that was awesome. My it really was. God. Vince... Come on, dude, trying to pull on people's heartstrings. <laughs> that, that was great. It, he started with Paul Bear and it really should end with Paul Bear. No, he started with Brother Love. I mean, he's synonymous with Paul Bear. Undertaker and Paul Bear go hand in hand. They do. They do. I and remember. It should end with Paul Bear. I remember the storyline, one of my favorites, when Taker left Paul and <laughs> buried him in the concrete. Yeah, I just watched that part. Him and the Dudleys and Paul Heyman. <laughs> yeah, that was that was insane. But yeah, that hologram of Paul did it. That's what brung a tear to my eye. I don't care what anybody says. Taker, I grew up watching him, and I'm watching him retire. And the memories, I just want to thank him for. Yeah, that's it. Excellent. Great. Excellent. But yeah, let's get into this pay-per-view, Mad Survivor Series. Um, the, the show started with, uh, the kickoff show. They had a battle royal, a Raw and SmackDown battle mm-hmm. royal. Uh, they think that Dominic Mysterio wins, but Miz 
pulled a stunt where he goes over the top. Dominic's trying to kick him off the apron. He rolls in the ring and gets kicked out. So technically, he's back in so he doesn't get eliminated. But then he stays he stays <laughs> out there until Dominic wins and then throws Dominic over and Mr. Money in the Bank pulls it off again. Man, Mr. Miz, uh, the Miz is a wily one, man. You got to watch out for him. That's so creative because that's one finish that we kind of haven't seen yet. Yeah. There's somebody laying on the apron after being thrown over, roll in and then c- get kicked out. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen that one before. Not that I can think of. Me neither. And it's hard to come up with new things these days. Yeah, so it is. I want to give credit to that one because that one was very creative and I hadn't seen it yet. I've seen the one foot. I've seen the my feet haven't touched the floor, the landing on top of people, the all of the, the handstands. On the stairs, yes. on the barricade. Handstands. Yeah, much. he's done it all. But the rolling kick out. I've never seen that before. Kudos to the Miz. So, yeah, for being creative and thinking of something new. I just wanted to shout that out because it's really hard to come up with something creative these days. And uh, Yeah, it is. I do want to shout out AEW for this creative spot that they did, too, two weeks ago. Because I keep forgetting to shout them out every week. But the spot where uh, Brian Cage and Matt Seidel where he goes for like a flip and Cage catches him in the suplex position out of midair. No, man, that was dope. That was insane. Brian Cage, man, he really is a machine. He's one of my favorites. That was insane. So shout out to them for that. And we'll get into some AEW stuff, maybe if we have time. But this is about Survivor Series this time around. Um... But yeah, uh, Miz pulls it off, and I think that they're trying to push him towards being a threat for the title somewhere along the line. I hope so. I hope that they are. I hope so, because as I said, when pushed right, the Miz can be a legitimate threat. And he can be an actual cash cow. I mean, mean, he's easy to hate. He'd be a good champion. He's easy to hate. Very easy to hate. I Hmm. mean... He's I easy like to like, too. But, yeah, he's pretty easy to date. And he doesn't go for cheap heat, you know? That's one of the things I like about him. He's not going out there and just insulting you. His new thing is the correct. <laughs> I mean, and he needs a, a, a side guy in order to talk to, to, you know, kind of boost his ego. Because he's had Miz, one of those almost, all, almost his entire singles career, whether it's Alex Riley, Alex Riley or Mizdow. Or guess, John Morrison, yeah, now or Big John Show. Morrison, or Maurice. Maurice, yeah. Maurice. yeah. He's always kind of had somebody to watch his back. I guess he's easy to like and easy to hate. Mm-hmm. But hopefully they're giving him that push because it seems like he could be a legitimate threat come this point uh, with all the hits that Drew McIntyre has taken over the last two months. Yeah, those definitely, the Miz could be, if pushed right, he could be a legitimate threat. Yep. Uh, And then um, the show, uh, the main card, it started with... uh, the New Day and the Street Profits. The men's match was first. Oh, yeah, the men's match. The men's Survivor Series match was first. 
um, which was a clean sweep. I didn't care for this match very much. That's probably because I was Team SmackDown last night. I mean, yeah, you were rooting for SmackDown this week, and I felt like like this pay-per-view was one of those pay-per-views that kind of defined whether what direction they were going in. Were they going to establish the guys who have already made it? Or are they going to push the stars, the new guys, the new stars? Because Survivor Series kind of seemed like it was people who've already had their run against people who are just starting to get their runs. Yeah, and Team SmackDown versus Team Raw kind of did that too. That was a a lot of guys who were... They had the Otis's, (coughs) they had... King Corbin, you know, people who aren't exactly there yet. Yeah, who've had minor runs but hasn't had anything solid yet. Mm -hmm. But on the Raw side, you had damn near all former champions in one way or another. You had AJ Styles, who's a former champion. Sheamus, who's a former champion. Braun Strowman, who's a former champion. Uh, Keith Lee. Keith Lee, who's a double champion in NXT. And Riddle. Who hasn't done anything yet? But we, know, but he's around yeah. and he's giving people cool nicknames. <laughs> yeah. But uh, SmackDown was a lot of up and comers, which is Jay Usos, the Otis's, the King Corbins, the um, uh, Gable. Well, I mean, not Gable. Um, there was. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, there it is. And, and uh, Seth, Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins. You kind of ticked me off, man. God, the team needed you last night. Then you just going to throw it away. Right. The the most established guy that they had on their team just sacrificed himself and said, for the greater good. Right. He just stayed. He just kneels down with his arms open and lets Sheamus bro kick his head off right at the beginning of the match. I honestly think that that uh, might be a way to write him off TV, though. You know, he's probably going home. I mean, a bro kick's not going to do it, but that's probably what they're leaning towards is giving him some type of storyline where he injures himself for the greater good or lets somebody injure him for the greater good. Yeah. And then gets wrote off TV so he can go take care of little Seth. (laughs) Yeah, because I saw Becky's... uh... Maternity, maternity pictures. Maternity pictures, yeah. She looks really good, you know. I, like, I mean, what I like do you the, expect? The new hair she's got, and she's positively glowing. She really is. What do you expect, dude? We saw Becky Lynch live, and I was like, TV does not do her justice. She is beautiful in person. Yeah, she is. Jesus Christ, TV doesn't do her any justice. <laughs> and I was like, man. But, uh, yeah, Seth sacrificed himself, so he's the first one to go. And then, um, I believe, uh, I want to say that it was Otis that got eliminated next. Telling you now, Art, I'm not going to be able to remember every elimination. I'm I'm not either, but uh, the last person standing was Jey Uso, which says a lot. Yeah, and I just think it would have said a little more if you'd been able to get at least one elimination, you know. They could have let him eliminate two, really. Yeah, because you know he was he was a house, he was a house fire at the end, super kicks and Samoan drops, and he just gets shut down. 
Yeah, so it was like a clean sweep. All the whole Raw team. Yeah. Like, I feel like they were trying to, to build Jey Uso up to, for months now. And last that night did not do him any favors. Right. And then the fact that uh, he goes in the back and Roman yells at him. Yeah. He gets scolded. And his brother's like, come on. And he's like, nah, nah. <laughs> and Roman was like, no, you get out. I ain't got time for losers. So, I, I mean, I'm interested because I don't know where this is going. It feels like it's leading to Rock and Roman at Mania, but that's just a rumor. I think it'll be a great match. I think it'll be a great story. It'll probably we be a don't good match know, too, Art. We don't know that. It'll probably be a pretty good match. Too. I would hope so. The Rock's not one of those broken down guys, Art. He can still go. Never has been, but the last time we saw the Rock and Ring, he got injured. It, How it, long ago was that, Art? A couple years ago when he faced Cena. Yeah, a few years ago. I mean, Yo, but he was champ going six in. Six years ago, Art. He was champ going in, but he got hurt. You know what I'm saying? I just don't know. We just he never just know. something over his head that was seven years ago, Art. But. The whole thing is, that was the reason why we started looking at Taker sideways. All it takes is one bad match or one injury for us to be like, he's lost it and it's time for him to retire. That's all it takes. The Rock's not one of those, Art. I'm not saying that he is. I mean, The Rock is in better shape than the wrestlers who wrestle now. Yeah. But that doesn't mean he's in wrestling shape. Well, it's a difference. He's got months to get into wrestling shape, Yeah, Arch. there's a difference between taking those bumps and just working out in the gym. Pretty sure. Because we, we all know that that muscle is a detriment. We know that. Tommy Dreamer said it time and time again. Oh, muscle tears. Tommy Dreamer said it, so it must be true. It, but it is. Look at all the guys who are who are, like, chunkier, they don't get injured as often as the guys who are muscular because muscle rips and tears. Fat absorbs. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, The Rock's got a lot of time to get in, to get training and stuff. Oh, right. yeah. He's, got, he's got plenty of time. And if he wants to do it, if that's where it's going. But here's my beef with it. Roman has to win. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, exactly mind seeing Roman get this W. Unless The Rock is going to stay around and be the head of the table, Roman, Roman has to w. win. Yeah, I get you. So, yeah. Uh, next match on Survivor Series, dude. Uh, I think the next match was the the New Day in the Street Profits. To me, best match of the night. It was a really good one, but it wasn't the best match. To me, this was the best match. I think you're just biased. No, I'm not biased, Art. They have really great chemistry, and last night that showed. It did, but the New Day and Street Profits put it on to me. Um, This match was back and forth. It was crazy. All the high-flying flips, dips, and dives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was the first time I seen somebody kick out of the cash out that I could remember. Yeah, yeah that's because it took uh, Montez Ford a little while to get over there. He was selling the ribs and everything. Yeah, he was hurt because they had been working that stomach. But uh, the Street Profits pulled it off, man, with that uh, super blockbuster. Yep. 
And I, th I think that's a really good uh, thing. You know, the New Day put them over and everything. Because I think this is the biggest win of the Street Profits run so far. To me, too. Because they have had a couple feuds. Uh, the feud with the uh, Viking Raiders didn't really do much to help anybody, and to be Viking honest. the Viking Raiders aren't 10-time world tag team champions, are and, well, yeah, but it's obvious. But the New Day, it's different when you're going up against the New Day because the New Day have had some of the greatest tag matches in history with the Usos, with the Bar, mm -hmm. with the Bludgeon Brothers. You know what I'm saying? The New Day is proven time and time again. Right. Street Profits hasn't been there yet. Right. They haven't had that all-out war and... This was a good one yeah, to really was. start on. Yeah, it was. Maybe they, I hope they can start building some momentum now. I think they need a couple of, uh, I don't want to call them gimmick matches, but they need a couple of uh, like hardcore style matches. Maybe a ladder <laughs> match they need to be in again because we've seen the one that they did in NXT where they won the titles, but that's the only one that I can remember seeing them in. Maybe a cage match. Would be good for them. Uh, TLC. I mean, who does SmackDown's tag team division even still have? Other than the Street Profits. <coughs> uh, they got Shinsuke and Cesaro. Um, they've got... I mean, I don't really know. That's, I, that's, that's all I can remember is Shinsuke and the, and the Profit. I mean, Shinsuke and Cesaro and the Street Profits. That's about it. I mean... Rude and Ziggler. Yeah, Rude and Ziggler are smack down now. My fault. But anyway, I've said it a million times, and I'll probably say it a million more. Good champions aren't really that great without good challengers. And they need, they need some competition. Yeah, to that's what they need. They need competition. On. Yeah, so... But then again, the, but then again uh, the tag team division in WWE isn't really stacked. That's what I was going to say, because uh, even though the New Day lost... They're still probably the best fitted team on Raw. Who are they? I mean, the only person that they've got to contend against is the Hurt Business, and I don't. I haven't. The Viking Raiders are. I don't know where Ivar is, but I think Eric's running around trying to get the twenty four seven title. I think Grand Metalik and Lince Dorado are drafted to Raw, so they might have the Lucha House Party. Kalisto stayed on SmackDown. But that's not a threat yeah. for the titles. Right. Not that you can really think of. Yeah. Well, all right, I've spent all this time complaining about WWE's tag team division, and I'm always proven right. And yeah, you're still right. You're still right about it, that the tag team division is very lacking. I mean, it's almost as bad as the women's division right now, the women's tag team division, because their tag team champions had their Survivor Series match. They were involved in the Survivor Series match. They didn't have anybody to contend against because there was only one set of women tag titles they've anyway. Already, they've already beat the right squad. That's about it on the main roster. Yeah, the Riot squad... Uh, they're starting to throw Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. I mean Peyton Royce and uh and Lacey Evans together, and then they've thrown Dana Brooke and uh Mandy Rose together. But Mandy's injured now. Yeah, Mandy's injured, and Dana Brooke got attacked by uh 
Revolver. What's her name? Reckoning. Reckoning. I hate that dude. Why am I the only one that can remember her name, Bart? Why can't you remember? <laughs> because the names are ridiculous, <laughs> but it's still funny, though. That I can't remember their names. <laughs> you know I remember they... T-Bar and I remember Mace and Slapjack. But then the last two elude me. <laughs> Reckoning and... Revolver and... Uh, Who's Revolver? That's Reckoning. Oh, it's Reckoning. It should be Revolver. There's no Revolver, Arch. <laughs> and uh, what's the last one? I think it used to be Mercedes Martinez, but she's not there anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that I can't even one. remember the name they gave her. If they even told us her name, it was if they told us on Twitter, but then Mustafa Ali's the last one, so okay. I guess he's just going by. And then he kills me on Raw every time. Is that Vic Joseph on commentary that keeps calling him Mustafa? Is it? I don't Where's know. Tom, Who, Phillips, Tom Phillips or Vic Joseph, one of those guys, keeps calling him. I think Tom Phillips is on Raw and Vic Joseph is on NXT. Keeps calling him Mustafa. <laughs> and that is making me mad. <laughs> Everybody calls him Mustafa Ali. Unless he told you personally that's not how you pronounce it, then you pronounce it regular. <laughs> He's trying, Art. He's trying. Mustafa. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, so the SmackDown uh, and Raw Women's Survivor Series match uh, was not the best, it was but right. it was all right, though. It was really good for where it was because the first thing that really made me laugh was them in the back strategizing and Lana standing in the background. <laughs> They wouldn't let her in the group to talk. And then when they come out, she tags herself in and she actually does good or gets some offense off. And then they tag her out and they made her stand on the steps for the rest of the match. <laughs> you stand on those steps. Don't get off until I tell you to. She looked like she was going to cry. Oh, they're trying. They're trying to build this thing. I feel bad for her. Feel bad for her. That's not. It's not working on me. No, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're stubborn as a mule. <laughs> it's not happening. Or at least not in my book. I don't feel bad. Is Kevin Bacon and Footloose? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Family Guy reference, guys. No, no, no. Hee haw. <laughs> but um, I think it's working. I think people are starting to feel sorry for Lana. She's went through a table nine weeks in a row. They're making her stand on the steps. She can't participate in the strategizing. <laughs> They're not going to tag her in. They're yelling at her. It's working. She's the redhead stepchild of that It is working. It is working, and people are starting to feel it. And the funny part is, in order for them not to make anyone look bad, Shayna gets disqualified. That kind of does make her look bad, though. Like, okay, she gets disqualified because Bianca made it to the ropes. But Bianca laid out. out. Yeah, she passed out when she got to the ropes. And, and then she, didn't Shana didn't five. break the hold, so she gets disqualified. And then when Bianca wakes up, Nia attacks her on the outside, and both of them get double counted out. 
because they didn't make it to the ring. And the only person that's left is Lana standing on the flipping stairs. <laughs> and then she gets to the ring all excited and stuff like she actually did something. Oh, she was. I'm the soul She is. Oh, shut up, Barney. She did. Shut up. I called it. It didn't happen yeah. the way I said. See, I thought that Nia Jax was going to put her through a table in the beginning of the match, and she was going to end up hey, she spent crawling the in the ring on the stairs, and pinning someone. Instead, they hurt her feelings and yelled at her. Made her stand on the steps like she was standing in the corner like the bad kid <laughs> in school. And ended up, everyone gets eliminated except for her. And then she gets in the ring like she's Rocky or something and just went the damn distance. She did. Shut up, Bart. <laughs> she did. Hey. She won. She's the sole survivor. I mean, everybody got eliminated in one way or another because Liv... Liv Morgan, she gets uh well the first person to go Bailey was no Bailey eliminated somebody with an elbow first on Who Raw. She eliminate? I believe it was Peyton Royce that got no, eliminated. No, Peyton Royce eliminated her. Right, don't try to don't do that. Well then it must have it wasn't Lacey because Lacey eliminated somebody with a woman's right. It wasn't Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax or Lano. Well Natal who did Natalia eliminate with the sharpshooter? Peyton Royce. But that happened after okay. she eliminated Bailey. So Bailey eliminated someone with an elbow. Dog, and just ran through all five other members. She did not eliminate anybody with an elbow. We just ran through all five other members. It wasn't Peyton Royce. It wasn't Lana. It wasn't Nia Jax. It wasn't Shayna Baszler. And it wasn't Lacey Evans. You over there trying to give her false accolades. Oh, well, Bailey was gone first then. Because she got eliminated by... Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce, which was awesome. Yeah, I'd like to see that. And, of course, because you want to see Bailey fall. Well, I'm I'm getting kind of used to seeing her fall now, Art. It's only been two losses. What are you talking about? This makes three. She's lost the title to Sasha. Lost to Sasha in a rematch. And now she's the first one out of Survivor Series. That's fine. Yeah, okay. She's been on time. I got what I wanted. You're trying to to do something. (laughs) But we already won. We got our 365-day title reign. We're good. Did you? You guys can get your win. I don't think you did. Yeah, we did. I don't think you did. Yeah, we did. It's past. She lost it at Hell in a Cell. It's past. It was way past 365. I'm going to look it up right it was now. 374 I days. I don't think you got what you wanted. I did. 374 days or 371 days. You can believe that, buddy. Look it up. I am right now. Go ahead. I don't care what you do. Either way, Bailey puts them over, gets eliminated first. And then the dominoes just start to fall. Like, it's like. Liv Morgan gets eliminated. Peyton Royce gets eliminated. Natalia gets eliminated. Natalia gets eliminated. Like, um, the dominoes just start to fall. And then it leaves it where it's just Nia, Shayna, and Lana against Bianca alone. Bianca's handling her business. Yeah, tell me, am I right? I'd rather not. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, well. Tell the people how many days it was. 379 hours, but it's all over now. It's all over we now. We got what we wanted. We're good. Yeah, well, you better be good because you're going to see we're your good. going down the car. But 
that's fine because you just wait for a while because in a year you'll be complaining again when Charlotte's back, when Becky's back, when Bailey's on top again. It's not happening, Arch. You'll be complaining again. So I want you to get yours off right now. I am. I am. We're having a good year. Anyway, so Shayna gets the careful to clutch on Bianca. Bianca picks her up, walks to the rope, and passes out, falls into the rope. And Shayna gets disqualified because she didn't let it go. And then out. She was. She was unconscious, basically. <laughs> and that's what Shayna was saying. Shayna was like, she's out cold. That's the submission. And they're like, I told you to break the hold and you didn't. Okay. Even though she was out. She's out cold. But then everybody's expecting Lana to get in the ring, but she doesn't. Naya pulls Bianca out. And they start fighting on the outside. By the time the ref gets to nine, uh, Naya charges at Bianca. Bianca throws her over the barricade and doesn't make it in on the ten count. And Lana, I freaking hate these damn count outs. She was she was literally right there. You couldn't hold on for a millisecond. You know what kind of puzzles me? Count outs are exempt in like a fatal four-way. Anything that's bigger than a fatal four-way. So when it's like five-on-five five elimination style, why does count out... She was right there. You and can't hold on for a millisecond. And you gotta give the ref his just due for being able to know who's legal to count them out. I mean, I understand if, you know, they're they're not getting back in the ring or they're, they're laid out on the outside, then okay, fine. Start with the count out. But she was right there, Art. It makes no sense to me. Wasn't there a couple count outs last night? They tried. They damn sure tried, but I think that that was the only one. They tried to count Roman and Drew McIntyre out in that match, I believe, but it didn't happen. I could have sworn in the, in the uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that was different. That was that was something else I was watching. That was probably last year's Survivor Series. Hey, she was right there. Right? She they was. Didn't have to count her out. And they counted her out, and uh, Lana's the sole survivor. So does this merit, like, a title shot or something? Or? I don't see how. I mean, maybe a, maybe a great storyline. I mean, every year the sole survivor normally gets kind of a push. Where was Dolph Ziggler's push after he ran the table? They tried, but it was Sting, man. Sting came. We had to completely ignore the fact that Dolph Ziggler sold to five. <laughs> Sting showed up. Sting was there. I was here. We were there. <laughs> yes, we were there. We were in the audience, and every you've never seen grown men so happy. Like literally high fiving strangers, hugging strangers, hugging strangers. Sting. I was hanging over some guy that was in front of me. I didn't even know who he was. And he's like, yes! Dang! Everybody was just so Give me a hug, man! I was so excited. It was. It was very exciting. Because you didn't think you'd because you didn't think you'd ever see it. Like Sting was WCW born and bred. He's gonna be WCW dead. And he didn't think he was ever coming into WWE. Ever. ever. But it happened. It, ever happened. it happened. It and happened, and we and we flipped the fuck out. Yeah, you weren't. You ain't never heard an arena like that before. I mean, and I've seen some things 
in St. Louis. I got to see the introduction of Kane. I got to see The Rock turn corporate live. I got to see like many things. We were there when the Shield won all the won the titles. Won all the belts. So yeah, they were tag champions. Money States in the champion. bank. We saw the money in the bank wins. Yeah. We saw Carmella get booed when James Ellsworth dropped that she had briefcase. Nuclear heat. Then they wrecked it. <laughs> God, man. Dropped that briefcase into her hands and the crowd went ballistic. Like, are you fucking shitting me? No, they're not shitting you. Heels do heel things. Get over it. That crowd hated that. But when Sting showed up. That was you could hear that shit from like two three blocks away, insane. But that was crazy. yeah, normally whoever is the sole survivor, whether it's the men's team or the women's team, they kind of get pushes. Asuka yeah. got her push. Yeah, well, this is a new, this is definitely a unique situation, Arts. Usually <laughs> the sole survivor wrestles in the match. She did. She tagged in. And Five seconds. And they they yelled at her. Yeah, well, get out. (laughs) See, you're doing it now. Go to the steps and you better not move. You're doing it now. Well, yeah, well, get out. (laughs) Yeah, well. Get get back on the apron. She's the sole survivor. She won the Survivor Series match for Raw. You're just loving this. I you am. Know, I am. Enjoy I have loved Lana's storylines. Don't even. Except. Uh, I don't even want to hear you. There's only one get time. Get on here and start talking that BS because we all remember the way the last episode ended, Art. I don't want to hear it. Wait a minute. You're just trying to get on my nerves right now. Wait That's a what minute. you're doing. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. You're no damn Lana fan. <laughs> I've liked everything Lana's done except two things. I don't want to hear it, Art. Number one was she ruined Rusev Day. She did. With Aiden English and Rusev was the greatest thing that was happening at the time. They were awesome. And here she comes. Talking about some Lana Lana Day. Lana is the best. Lana number one. Why? I don't know. Because they were married, I guess. And the second thing that she did was ruin social media for wrestlers. Why'd you have to do a commercial? Why? I don't know. Why? Did we need that? Did we have to see you pushing cereal or fiber mints or whatever the fuck you were doing? I don't know what it was, but who cares? Now, we, we don't have Selena Vega. Paige is crying. She might jeopardize up, up, down, down. Uh, I don't think this is completely unfair, Art. I don't like her as much as anybody else, but I don't think it's completely fair to blame this whole situation on her, man. Well, word on the streets. Vince is being And a the dick streets on is the part. internet is that it's her fault. Vince is being a dick on this part. He is, but he's a thousand. He's a thousand years old. Well, she can't control the way he reacts to things. He, he, he's still stuck in the good old days. It's not the good old days anymore. Well, it is what it is. Anyway. But th- 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 don't just gloss over the fact, because I was not 
finish reprimanding you. You remember the way we ended the last episode? Because they gave her a special and she hasn't won a title yet. So what? Not everybody who gets the specials wins the title. Are you kidding me, bro? Liv Morgan's going to get a special. Thanks for listening to the Sons of Legends. Here we go. I guess she doesn't deserve it either, huh? What, What did she do? I'm talking about the comeback she made, Art. You know, not not okay. That's different. To, getting drafted to SmackDown. If they're and talking it, about an injury and a comeback and all that, that now that is a special in itself. Because you remember when she got drafted to SmackDown? It was only on there for one week out of no. a, out of a year. No, I don't remember. No, that. I mean, she got drafted to SmackDown in like 2017, and then she's off TV. Until, like, 2018, and her only match was with Charlotte Flair. Oh, yeah, and that was a good-ass match, too. Not this, not the match that just happened, Art. This was a few years ago. Well, she she's still always... She at this point. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 okay. You remember but, the town hall meeting? Yeah, that deserves, like, comeback specials are different. But what's Lana getting a special for? I guess because she's getting the push now. You're so damn happy about it. I am kind of happy about it. But I thought they should have ran with Lana way back when because Lana actually had a backing back when she first came in as a wrestler when Naomi was champion. I liked her when she was the, when she was the ravishing Russian. I, yeah, I felt like she had the magic touch then as a manager. Yeah. But she wanted to get in the ring, and now she's in it. And now she has to do something and not, like, hilarious wedding storylines. Well, they're trying, Art. I'm just not going to budge. It was hilarious to me. Especially you guys' reaction to it was the best. It was a stupid storyline, and you know it, Art. It was funny. It was not. It had its funny moments. Like, Rusev popping out of a cake wasn't funny. All it did was drag Lashley down, Art. That's the only thing that storyline accomplished. Okay. Well, Lana's gonna get a push. Deal with it. Yeah, well, and you guys, you guys are willing to sacrifice her going through a table every week <laughs> in order for her to become uh, champion, weeks. and that's what you guys are gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> She's been put through a table every week for two months, and, and now you guys it's payback time. It's payback time, right? And now you made your bread. Now lie now in I it. Now lie in it, and that bed is full of wood. Nine tables, to be Nine exact. Nine tables. Nine of them. So, okay, uh, Asuka versus Sasha Banks, which was your favorite match of the night. Yeah, I really enjoyed this match. They have really great chemistry. They do. They do. These are my favorite Asuka matches. They are, I wouldn't say all. I would. I wouldn't. I would. I loved Asuka and NXT. Those are some of my favorite matches of hers. I loved her match with uh, Ember Moon. I loved her match with Nia Jackson in NXT. Her match with Bailey in NXT. I loved her match with. Um, she had like this classic with Mickey James at, on Mickey James's comeback. That was a good match. But Asuka and Sasha do have chemistry. It's not the Bailey Sasha chemistry, but. It is there, and you they do have good matches. Me, you just love calling me biased. That's what you love. Be- you you are biased when it comes to Sasha Banks, but Sasha is proven to be one of the greatest women's wrestlers on the planet, and I say it all the time. 
Because it's true. It is true. She is. She probably, she can get in there and have a great match with a fucking napkin. I mean, literally, she'll throw it up in the air and get, like, rock bottom by a paper napkin. <laughs> and turn it into a bank statement somehow with a backstabber. And you'll be like, now, how the hell did she do that? <laughs> but... That's what I'm saying. She is like the women's Shawn Michaels. But it was great, Slash though. Kenny Omega. Because Kenny had a match with a blow-up doll. Yeah. To it, show that you can have a match with a blow-up doll. But it was great, though. Sasha and Oscar, man. They killed I mean, that's how women's submission wrestling should look. Like, I see a lot of girls try to do what they did. But they made it look great. They were in the ring, out of the ring. It was Oscar lock reversals and bank and statement, ba- bank statement reversals. reversals and I mean cross faces, meteoras, like I mean Cold every- breakers. She caught them cold <coughs> breakers last night, Art. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yes. That one that she caught off the second rope was crazy. Or the one where she where she caught it uh, off the the barricade. And yeah. she's gonna jump at her and then she gets the cold breaker. But anyway, Sasha Banks with the W, man, gets the roll-up. She gets the roll-up pin, so it doesn't make Asuka look weak. It, like, I mean, I would have rather she seen... She got outmaneuvered. Yeah, I would have rather seen Asuka tap out. I mean, Sasha deserves that tap out. I mean, who has made Asuka... Charlotte Flair. I, I regret even asking. <laughs> Charlotte Flair. Of course. But I'm, but you don't think that Sasha deserves that? I definitely do think that she should have got that tap out. Sasha has had, I mean, out of all the women's matches, Sasha has been in probably four out of the five best ones in history. Mm-hmm. Her hell in the cell with Becky. You know what I mean? Her hell in the cell with Charlotte. Her false count anywhere with Charlotte. The triple threat with her, Charlotte, and Becky at WrestleMania. Sasha has proven that she is one of the best. She deserves these wins and these accolades. So go ahead and give them to her. I'm just glad that she got it at all, Arj. I'm not going to be too picky. I would have preferred to tap out, but, you know, I'll take what I can get. I mean, the fact that Shayna Baszler got a win over Asuka before Sasha... Is ridiculous. Art, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hold on to good feelings right now. And you're trying to ruin them for me. I'm not. I'm just pointing out things that Sasha Banks does deserve. So over time, she should get them. Now, the question is, is she ready for Carmella? Uh, now, she, now she can be fully focused. Now Carmella's going to get what she wants. You want the champ? Okay, fine. You're going to get it. You're going to get She's it. She's going to get it now. <laughs> she asked for it. Now, now she's she gonna don't get it. watch her back. She asked for it. Now she's gonna get. It. Cause Carmella right now is untouchable. Yeah, well, she's not gonna be untouchable for much longer, Arch. I can't wait. To but see. this is the thing, man. With Carmella coming with a new persona and the way she's attacking Sasha Banks, I kind of don't want her to lose. Well, she's gonna. I want her to remain untouchable. Well, she's gonna. She's gonna lose. I think Carmella needs a sidekick. And Carmella needs to not be touched. She's going to lose, and she's going to lose bad. Then don't put her in the ring with the champ, Art. That's the thing. If you don't, don't want to ruin her so quickly, I want her, her right to go to, Sasha. like, 
the Cody Rhodes beautiful stage where I don't you don't want her face to be touched. No, she's a wrestler. Yeah. How and you know what? Are you supposed to be untouched as a wrestler? You're gonna get hit, but not in my face. Don't hit me in my face. A lot of people have done it. Rick Martel has done it. Shawn Michaels has done it. Cody Rhodes has done it. Yeah, well, she can do that thing. You don't got to get hit in the face to lose. But she has, I want her to win. But Sasha does deserve this run, so. You can stop trying to cut it short, Art. That's don't what you're to. trying to do. I don't want to, but, you know, I just want the good storylines and stuff. I'm expecting an all right match, you know, because if Sasha Banks can bring a real wrestling clinic out of Carmella, then... Let's see it. That would because Carmella can go. We've seen it before. Yeah, she can go. She can she, go. She needs the right opponent though. All right, uh, Bobby Lashley, Sami Zayn. This match went pretty much how I thought it would. Bobby pretty much dominating. Sammy doing some smart things. The hurt business was out there taking a lot of attention. But it wasn't even really smart, Art. It's more cowardly than it is smart. Yeah, he was doing a lot what of he running. He was doing his running. And uh, to be honest, it kind of made him look bad. Yeah, for him to be the Intercontinental Champion right now. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't see any contenders, really. I mean, there's a couple for Bobby Lashley. There's a couple for Sami Zayn. But do you see anybody taking it? A Kevin Owens or a, a, you know, a Dolph Ziggler from... Possible. I I would want to see Jey Uso with that. Yeah, I could see Jey Uso. I want him to win a title so he can try to get Roman Reigns' approval. Yeah, I could. Uh, that would definitely be pretty cool if Jey Uso takes the Intercontinental title off, Sammy. Something to bring to the table for the head of the table. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. So let's get that cracking, guys. But anyway, yeah, uh, he spends enough time running around. He tried to get him DQ'd because MVP tripped him. Yeah. You know, and then eventually it ends. When the ref turns his back, MVP throws him in the ring. He turns around. Bobby Lashley catches him. Eventually, ends in the hurt lock, and that's it. Uh, yeah. So this didn't really do much for either party. Just shows Bobby Lashley's dominance, and which I'm happy about, to be honest with you, because Bobby's been so dominant on Raw (coughs) that I don't really think it should have been competitive. At least not for that. At least not if we're gonna not gonna let Sammy wrestle wrestle. Yeah. Because we're still seeing the smart heel barely do wrestling moves. Sammy Zayn. Yeah. You know? It's it still feels like Sammy the manager and not Sammy the wrestler. Yeah. Not at this point yet. At this point, he still feels like he needs some clients instead of having a title. And I get that you know he's a heel and everything. But, you know, as I said, it still feels like Sammy the manager and not Sammy the wrestler. I mean, um... Because eventually people are going to forget how good he is. Because he is really good. Yeah, he is that good. I mean, Booker T said that he's one of the top guys in his opinion. So, um... But, yeah, the main event, Drew McIntyre and, uh... Roman Reigns. Um, Roman just feels like he's on another level. I don't know. I mean, he's got a lot more accolades than Drew McIntyre, but Drew has been in the business way longer than Roman, but Roman felt like the veteran for some reason. It's the way he carries himself nowadays. That's what it is. 
he carries himself like he's the big man and he's the big star and he's a big draw and he is. You know, yes. we believe it because he's because he's so good at it. And yeah. it, it, in the match, um, it was pretty back and forth. Yeah, I'm happy about that. I was happy to see Roman, you know, get tested. You know, this heel Roman get tested and everything. You know, he didn't walk all over Drew McIntyre, which is good. Right, you know, and, both, the, really. and the fact that he had to basically cheat to win. And people were upset about that, but... He's a heel, He's and a that's heel. what they heels heel are things. supposed to do. Don't that's expect do. Roman to be this dominant type heel where nobody can touch him. He's supposed to get to the point where it seems like he's going to lose, and he does something underhanded to get the win. That's the thing, man. That's, that people get to hit subset of heels to do heel things, man. I don't understand this. I don't get it either. But Roman felt like the big man on campus and him getting the win by putting Drew to sleep because Drew didn't tap out. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't make him look like he... After getting low-blowed and Jey Uso kicking him in the head. Right. Right. So there was interference, a low blow, and he got choked unconscious. Yeah, so it definitely doesn't make Drew look... And I like that that guillotine that Roman's using. I don't know who recommended that that to him. The spear was good, and it works, and it's one of those catch-you-out-of-anywhere moves. But he needed something that puts people away where he can kind of talk to them as right. they're going out. And right, you know, heels work really well with the submissions, I think. You know, because I guess it's an accomplishment, you know. I made you go to sleep now. I know? mean, and there are people who have been heels and never really used one. I mean, but a lot of the best heels in history used the submissions. Yeah. Uh, Roddy Piper used to use the submission. Uh, Ric Flair used the submission. Right, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle uses the submissions. Even Brock Lesnar switched to using that Kimura lock. And before that was the Brock lock. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, there's something about a top guy heel that's using the submission. I mean, the only one that I can really think of was Triple H. Yeah, Triple H didn't. never never switched to the submission. But he that's had because, some, though. That's because his finish is just that iconic. You know, he didn't need to, you know, change it. You know, the pedigree will go down as one of the most devastating moves in history. I yeah, opinion. I mean, it's all it's in the top five of every list you can think like, of. Like, it's just, it doesn't need, if it's not broke, don't fix it. That's true. That's true. I mean, he, but he's had, he's used like Indian death locks yeah, and sleeper holds. Yeah, he used to use the, the, the figure four sometimes when he was running with Rick. So, but yeah, Roman's just, I mean, he's so dominant right now and he's just looking like, like a champion is supposed to look. Yeah, most definitely. And the fact that Drew McIntyre has taken so many hits in the last two months. Losing to Randy Orton and, you know, having to gain it back a week before and, you know, the broken jaw and like Drew has taken a lot of hits and Roman hasn't barely been touched in the last two months. Yeah, you know, that uh, that, that definitely speaks to Drew McIntyre's uh, character right now. You know, it's hard to keep him down. Etc. Etc. Right, but Roman never gets even knocked down. Yeah, and you know that's why I said it was good to see, you know, him not walk all over somebody. We got to see what you know heel Roman can actually do in a competitive match. Right. 
and his backup and the bloodline and all that. So he's going to play a major part in WWE in the next couple months to come. But now it's going to be a part point to getting him a new contender. Yeah. Somebody who's up there, who's going to seem like a threat to him. And um, I don't know who that I can be call right it, now. Not right now. Like I don't see anybody. The storyline with Jay Uso was so strong. The only person that I could see him even getting into at this point is Daniel Bryan. I can see that. Because Daniel Bryan played a part in... Mm-hmm. In the storyline with Jay Uso attacking him maybe with Roman's KO. orders, maybe KO because you know KO's credible, and he was he's also been a part of the storyline you know since Survivor Series happened. Yeah, you know, so, so I th- I can see KO, I can see Daniel Bryan, and I can see KO. Those are the two people that I would run with right now if I was creative. Yeah. It's got to be one of them who's played a part in this storyline right now because the story with Jay... And who's and, a credible contender. Yeah, and Roman was so strong right. that it's going to take for somebody like Daniel Bryan who suffered the wrath inadvertently because of Roman. Right. You know, being like, yeah, he's changing people around him. Right. So, yeah, that's that ought to be good. And then, you know, Survivor Series ended with The Undertaker. Yep. Uh, they brung out a lot of old school people. Uh, Sean was there. Kevin Nash. Kane. Savio Vega. He was there. The Godwins were there. Uh, Kane came out. Kane was the only one that was in uniform <laughs> in his wrestling attire. <laughs> yeah, he came out there. In his Everybody attire. was in tuxedos. Shawn and Michaels stuff. and Triple H were out there. Yeah, they brought out a lot of people from the Undertaker's past. Mick Foley. Mick Foley was out there. Yeah, and then uh, we got to see that iconic entrance one more time. Yeah, and he great. said it was time to for the for him to let the Undertaker rest in peace. Then he went down into the stance, and Paul Bearer hologram popped up, mm-hmm. and uh, he just left it at that. Walked out, raised that arm. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, just it was great. It's it's Taker, man. It's Taker. Yeah, but I I definitely think it's around that time though. I mean, he is he is the greatest character of all time, and he deserves to go and enjoy his life. Yeah, where he can still walk away and still be able to play with his kids and things like that, and not be in a wheelchair or anything like that. So, um, I just want to thank him for all the memories that I got. I've seen him in person. Plenty of times he made me believe in supernatural shit because the first time I was in the arena and I felt the Undertaker's entrance, it literally got cold in the arena. It literally sends chills down your spine. That I've guy never had the privilege. Is that is the most iconic entrance to see live ever. And when I got to see it, he was using the rock music, the rock entrance. At Bad Blood 1997 was the first time I got to see the entrance like live. I got to see Kane's entrance that night. I mean, what more can you say, dude? Right. What more can you say? I don't know if you've ever got you never got to see Taker live. I never got to see Taker live. I've I've seen him and it's an honor. Mm-hmm. Greatest greatest character of all time. Yeah, I so, think so. Period. Too. Period. But yeah, uh, Survivor Series was great to me. 
I liked it. All right. Uh, that's about all the time we got, you guys. Man, tell them where to reach you, bro. Uh, Matt Lindsay on Facebook. Matt Lindsay 677 on Instagram. Our Dog 1 on Instagram. Our Dog 3 on Twitter. Arthur Quinn on Facebook. Hit us up at the Sons of Legends 21 at gmail.com. Give us your topics, anything you want to talk about, and we will holler at you guys next week. Thank you guys for listening. You look so long. Peace out.